I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect all the possibilities I expect positive energy I expect with no regrets I visualize it all, know what's coming, yeah I'm synergy, I reach every dream and love my enemies Everything here is a lesson, everything that comes to me counts as a blessing no. Okay, good day, good day Good day <laughs> Hello, hello I'm Jay and I'm Aaliyah. And this, and this is, is Homeschool, Homeschool Your Kids Podcast. Welcome, Ooh. welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks for the chair. Thanks for the chair. <laughs> we have a guest today and I'm really, really um, excited because she's just so so wise at such a young age I don't know if anyone's ever told you that but you have a lot of um, wisdom in you like I really like very insightful you're very um a very reflective young lady um at such a young age yeah that's beautiful I love it I'm so grateful to have um crossed your journey to be a part of that path so well, without further ado, Miss Angelina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Angelina, and I am a senior at Basis Goodyear. I'm about to graduate, and I asked this lovely organization for an internship when I was doing a project <laughs> about uh, alternative uh, methods to homeschool because I was I still am very interested in uh, alternatives to public education because I think it's a little gnarly Um, and also there's a lot of uh, customization that you can do with homeschooling and I think that's awesome yeah thank you for having me of course thank you thank you for reaching out so you are a senior um, embarking Mm -hmm. upon graduation and you know, what do you think about look off the top? But hold on, let me wait. Pause, Aaliyah. How you feeling today, honey? I'm doing good. Day? I'm excited that Angelina is with us as well. I feel like I always say when I talk to Jay, she is just so like she can hang. You know, she can have a conversation <laughs> um, because she's so wise, like Jay was saying. So yeah, I'm super excited to have Angelina a part of the conversation, but also just a part of. Um, the organization and her internship and I think everything is so cool because it just reminds me of when I was a senior doing my senior project and all the things I had to do so it's just like oh it just reminds just taking me down memory lane (laughs) right having a senior project I don't know I don't have maybe I did maybe just wasn't that impactful I don't I don't know I don't remember I think some schools make it. it like a little smaller thing they're like you can like make a little essay or something I don't know Gotcha. 
But I went to an early college, so I don't know if that was a thing for like regular high schools. Because I know when I was talking Mm. to students that I went to school that I did not go to high school with, they went to like a traditional high school. I mean, even though I went to a traditional high school, it was a different high school path, I guess. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't think that they did. I don't think that maybe um, like senior. Uh, students who went to a different high school than I did had did not have to do senior projects. It probably it's probably not a thing. Do you go to an early college or do you just go to a regular high school? Uh, I just I guess technically it's like a regular high school, but like the curriculum is kind of strange because they they're like super hyper focused. I was telling Jay like they are super hyper focused on AP courses, and so like it's different than like I guess your average, but it's still like a regular high school. And AP courses are college oriented. So they're free to receive college credits. But that's only if you pass the test, right? I have to learn that. (laughs) Yeah, not even the class, but like a test at the end of the class, right? Yeah. Because like you could still pass like the class. But the thing is, is that if you want credits, you actually need to pass the test. And that depends on the test, too, because they have different stipulations. Of course. Um, yeah. How many AP classes did you take during your journey? I think nine. Oh, wow. So that's yeah. what, nine times three, 27? Yeah, no, I taught mm-hmm. English. I don't like math. Um, <laughs> I didn't pass math. So like, <laughs> I didn't like math either. <laughs> yeah, never been my strong suit. Yeah, about to pick up a calculator real quick. Um, I was say I love math. Like math was one of my favorites <laughs> in, in in school. I was a math head, but I love math and reading. But um, yeah, you was right, girl. <laughs> yeah, you right. Nine I'm times three is twenty-seven. Okay, <laughs> like, it's, it's been that way, huh? Okay, just really <laughs> sure. Um, so that's twenty-seven potential credits. You got all those? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I got some, it. and I was like, okay, this is cool, though. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because that's like a semester, or it's yeah, that's a semester, huh? Or a year? Is that yeah, year basically, or? basically like yeah. a year. Yeah. Okay. Basically, almost a year. Okay. So like my friends could like they could take a bunch of classes off. They're like, no. I like do this, and I was like, Oh my gosh, you have so many credits! Holy crap! It's <laughs> 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 so like sometimes like we have like our genius level like classmate friends that like actually get like all the credits and it's kind of insane yes yeah so is college um in your future is that a goal (laughs) um not right now like I said to everyone I know like oh I'm taking a gap year like with quotation Mm -hmm. marks for like (laughs) listeners but like (laughs) like I'm not actually taking a gap year I think I'm just gonna actually figure out what I'm gonna do with my life and then like work my way around it maybe without college like if I need it I'm not gonna bash on college being like the option but like Mm -hmm. I'm still like a person to be like I don't need to use college as my main option like I there's so much life to explore and people like many years ago they didn't even have college and they were doing amazing things like they like architecture degrees like they didn't have that but they still made like very beautiful things and I feel like in every other course you could do that so I feel like I'll try to look at other options before I do that and it's sad that like people treat it as the first and almost only option now just because like like the college degree is considered like the high school diploma at this point like I don't care (laughs) I don't know (laughs) 
What other no, options are you looking into besides college? Well, funny thing is, is that I was looking into like the like trade options and like um, community college if like I needed to go to college. But at the same time, I don't even know what trade I want to go into. So I'm like gap year for like the consideration. And then I go yes. into it. <laughs> but that's that's beautiful that you're able to take that time because the notion of like really like just finishing school and then having to rush back into school mm-hmm. it's like why is that such a normalized thing or way yeah. of life really because like, like, there's why? no time to think like I I need a moment like everyone everyone agrees like it's so overstimulating like the whole process and there's just like it so is. little time but like no one is like just taking a break to just consider and like actually think about like what they they're getting to themselves into like you don't have to go into debt mm. for a degree that you don't even like. Like you never yes. had to do that. But the yes. thing is, like I get like financial situations and like parent situations. So it's like I like want to leave as fast as I can. So it's like, okay, that's a little different. <laughs> yes. But apparently you you want to be you're comfortable at home still. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Nice. That's a nice. beautiful story to hear, especially for me, because I didn't have that experience. It was like, yo, you going to college. And for me, I honestly wanted to go because like you said, I didn't want to be in my environment. Like I love where I'm from. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. There's a lot of beautiful things that go on. There's a, you know, FSU is there. There's colleges there. I could have stayed. I didn't want to. I didn't feel like, you know, I would thrive if I stayed. So, you know, my only options was college or going to the military. Like I didn't have a whole lot of options. I could work. Yeah. But like I said, I didn't want to stay there. So I feel like your story is very beautiful because there should be ease in transitioning after um, high school. Like you shouldn't. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I just feel like it's a rush. Like you said, very overstimulating. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to college. I was just like, I'm just going to go. And I had so many different scholarships. I wasn't really thinking. Like I wasn't yeah. like thinking, thinking. You get what I'm saying? Like really thinking. And I really felt like someone, yeah, should have sat me down and talked more, taught me more through this process, mm-hmm. so I could understand what I'm getting myself into, um, and just a lot of other things. And it's just like, wow, yeah. I wish I could have took a consideration break. I, like a pause is necessary, especially after you've been through schools that long time. You definitely need a pause. And I remember I told my, um, I was telling my sister, like you know, the same story. Everybody doesn't have to go to college. There's many different, you know, ways, you know, think about it. You don't want to gain so much debt. And my dad was not liking what I was telling her. He was like, "Uh uh-uh, what do you mean? You should go to college. You went to college. I'm like, I did go to college and college did help me. But, you know, there are other options. There are other things that you can do. College isn't just the only way. And I want, you know, I would love for the youth to understand that more as well. So I'm glad that you understand that. And it's like it's also just like a thing because it's like it seems like a trap, especially like for parents too, because it's like it creates a cycle because the parents don't know what they've wanted their entire life because they haven't had the chance to think because maybe they've gone into a job and they're like, oh well, I'm stable. But like there's different definitions of success and being stable. And so like there's just a cycle of, oh, you go to the school and then you're in like the I guess there's it's not just American, but like the American hustle. And it's just like, you're thrown into the world now and now you have to cope. Like, that's not life. That's not living life. That's just like surviving life. And it's just like, it's so weird. (laughs) See that wisdom? I love it. I love it. (laughs) 
Yes. 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 That's what <laughs> a lot of people American are doing. Mm. Right. Yeah, just hustling. Right. Always. Yes. That is definitely um a normalized program now is the whole survival method. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it does um stem from being thrust into the world so quickly. Like, you know, just basically I don't know why. And who, like, I mean, programming is programming, but just the whole notion of at 18, you got to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you got to go. Did you experience that? Did you hear that, Angelina? Like, did your parents say that? Or is that, is that a thing in your household? Funny enough, well, my family's, like, been through, like, a lot. So, like, I've, I guess I've had more of an advantage to, like, figure, like, out because of like there's a gap between my family and like years so that's where I get a lot of like uh the discussions that I hear because like there's a 10 year and eight year gap between me and my brothers and Mm. so like they've been to college and so I get to hear what they say about college and basically they're like maybe you shouldn't go and I'm like honestly I don't want to so that's great that you just said that (laughs) did they finish yes because my brother got um well Alex, I guess you guys don't know them, but one of them got a degree in engineering. He got a bachelor's. And then the other mm-hmm. one got a degree in graphic design. I guess I should have asked them if they wanted to. I'll say it anyway. But <laughs> yes, they finished. <laughs> and they were like, eh, like I could have done that without that. And I also don't want this job anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Because you have oh, a brother that dad. just went to the military. Wait, what? Right? Then you have a brother that just went to, or a, did he go to the military or he went to or no no he moved I'm sorry yeah I don't know yeah, why yeah. I equated that to the military but yes <laughs> honestly oh, we, wait, what? he was thinking about the military for a hot second but that never happened so hmm. funny enough but uh my dad used to like have like that mentality where it's like um pull yourself up and like you could probably get out of here you know type thing but like when it came to me it was like it was a little different so I was like so thankful I was like I'm not leaving right now <laughs> I don't really want to <laughs> so you're the baby I am the baby it's really- <laughs> okay so they don't, they're not pushing you out the door too quickly yeah I just use my baby charm and I get to stay <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> nice but it's it's cool that they've created an environment that you want to stay in because like Leah said a lot of you know get there and it's like oh no I gotta go like I've been waiting on 18 like I want to go (laughs) there's been like a switch because like I guess my parents used to be different so it's like people change even like later in life and I think that's Mm -hmm. another thing that people like need to realize it's just like change like happens like everywhere like you should still take a chance anyway there's a little tangent but like my parents like changed an attitude and so like I'm very thankful that like like my mom is like a person who wants to have me around <laughs> like I guess like a lot of kids can't say that and it's like I'm very yeah. thankful that she's like the type of person to be like oh like do you want to do this like oh like do you want to go somewhere like we can hang out and I'm like yeah like <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say that for like 12 years of my life oh <laughs> school system so it's like this is so cool you know nice and it's so sad that like the school system like tears you apart from your parents mm. it's like ooh, I don't get to see you like I, like when I come home especially with the basic school like 
I come home and I do homework and I go to sleep. <laughs> and I would see them at like maybe like dinner or something, but like that would be it. And like I think about like for like a lot of families, like everyone like that comes over to my house, like, oh, you guys like do the whole like traditional, like you sit down and eat together. It's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> do you guys not? <laughs> I don't know. It's a little hey, Some families don't anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. like you said, it, we're working, hustling, trying to survive. Kids are in school. You pick up something quick. Like, I've seen it all before. Yeah. I heard it all before. Like, yeah, that's how it goes. And it's so sad that families are so disconnected because of, and I, I mean, I'm not going to place the blame totally on the school system, but mm-hmm. that is a factor because the the child and the parent separated for so long like Mm -hmm. for me when I was teaching I was all I could imagine is my daughter being somewhere and I wasn't with her you know like I couldn't fathom in my brain right now you know that for me to be uh, so um like for my child to be away from me for so long you know because I was already away from her and I would and I was, I was just feeling like, oh, my God, I just want to be home. So just imagine yeah. if she was at school, you know, and I'm working. I don't know how my brain space would work. You know, like it was just crazy yeah. for me. So I'm glad, you know, that I got that I just took a chance and stayed home as well, because family is so important. When you value family, you do see like the different aspects of society that try to attack family, like try to dismantle the family. Yeah. So I'm glad that you. You brought that up. Uh, I was, I forgot a point, but it was, it was a bad family. It was like, it was like the, oh, okay. I got it. Like parents, <laughs> like parents, like with the financial thing, like it's, it's terrible that like they have to like choose like school mm. makes them choose. It's, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing that they have to make a, they think that they like, maybe don't have to, but they think that they have to make the choice between like stability and like being there for my kid. And it's just like, it's kind of like heartbreaking to like tear them apart like that or make them think that they have to do that. When in reality, it's like, maybe if you made a few like financial sacrifices here, you could spend more time, but also like um, you being away from your child that long, like it, they get their values from someone else too. And so like, Mm. you're not seeing that. And it's like almost like a double life too, because you're not seeing that part of them. And then you don't know a part of them, which is super interesting. Mm. That's deep. Yeah. Because that's seven (laughs) hours that you're in that building. Mm -hmm. They don't get to see like that part of your, like your attitude change, like where you learn, like, for example, like swearing other types of things, because like other families, they just do that. And so other kids at school, they just do that. And so whether you were okay with it or not, they know now. Mm, yes. Yeah. And remember, we talked about that, Jay, with school character. It is a double, it's like a double character or a double life, like students living double lives because they go <laughs> home, they go home, like kids are living double lives. They go home and they're one way with their parents and they go to school and they're another way. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, like you said, it's literally like a double life and they're learning other things that may not um, pertain to what the parent, you know, values the most. Mm-hmm. And that's why some parents are definitely like, yo, I want to homeschool because there are a lot of things that my, my kids, my, my child is being exposed to. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things in the curriculum and the students the teachers it's so much that you can be exposed to in the seven hours like you're saying and parents just Seriously. don't know they just don't know yeah 
<laughs> or even like a like a one of those like stereotypical like oh I saw like drugs in the bathroom like oh my goodness like that that was only like 15 minutes of your day and you still like were exposed to that at like a yeah. public school it's freaking crazy <laughs> were your bathrooms because I know <laughs> middle and high school our bathrooms were um crowded <laughs> often <laughs> um my, I asked my nephew now about him going into the, because he doesn't use the bathroom at school. And like, is it like, is it because you don't have to go or you just make yourself not go? How are your bathrooms at school? Um, um, well, for basis, it's kind of like we're a nerd school. So there's like oh, okay. way less people and like zero drugs. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Cool, but cool. like other schools I've been to it's been a little more interesting and crowded but like at every school like the girls make time to like find each other in the bathroom like that's yeah. like the funniest thing like they'll like time it so it's like okay I'll see you in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of love it because then I'll just like randomly see like my friends in the bathroom like you have a different class than me hey and then we like spend 10 minutes in there <laughs> <laughs> Right, to socialize. That's what the kids be doing. Let's be honest. Can we just be honest and let's just go ahead and break the ice on this whole... This, do you go to school to learn or to oh socialize? <laughs> I don't go to school for school. I go to school for my friends. Like, that was the whole Thank thing. You. Thank you! <laughs> like, that's literally it. Like, mm. Personally, I'm not doing it for the education. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just, I don't need calculus. I hate calculus. <laughs> Like, I did it so I could be close to, like, the people that I can't see in, like, my neighborhood. They're not there, but I love them. I want to be around them. Okay. It's so freaking crazy. <laughs> and my brother was talking about, like, it's the same for his job. Like, you don't do it for, like, the job. Well, I mean, like, there's money involved with that one. But, like, you do it because the people are cool. You just want to be around people. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, shoot. So excited. <laughs> So do you feel like you could have gained that socialization elsewhere or you, or because of the fact that you've been, you know, going to school from kindergarten on up, that was just all you knew as far as how to make and see your friends? Um, honestly, yeah, I would say that like school has been like that gateway to like my friends because like, it's so weird now, like everyone feels like awkward, at least like amongst my friends, it's like, oh, like making like a party and it's like hard because parents have different stipulations, blah, blah, blah. So it's like harder in like modern day somehow to like hang out and like the, usually the gateway now is like online, obviously. It's like, oh, we can yeah. like play game, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was just gonna ask like, what does that look like for your, your age group? Like socializing, hanging out and things like, what does that look like for you? Um, well, I guess with my friend group, we still try to like do as much as like in-person hanging out as possible, especially recently because uh, most of my friends are basis kids. So we're out of school. So that's kind of cool. So basically we try to do this thing on Mondays where we actually like hang out with each other, whether that's like, <laughs> picnic or like we go somewhere um this Monday we like uh we bike together and so we tried to like hit everyone's house we like bike to everyone's house and That's pick them up cool. and then we just went wherever but it got so hot and then we jumped <laughs> in my friend's pool <laughs> oh, but sweet yeah. we were hey. trying to do that but for like people in general 
uh like in years prior when I was in school it'd be like oh do you want to call and we can do homework and then we wouldn't do homework and we just talk like stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) that's usually how it goes yeah (laughs) but that used to be like the main method it's just like oh we can just call like so our parents don't have to drive us everywhere pretty much so y'all are fostering relationships outside of school now so y'all are actually making it a point to stay connected yeah but also like I wanted to mention like it's so interesting how we make friends now in like college because everyone sees college as like oh this is the place to like make friends whereas like you make friends in like the school system and like other like uh organizations like if you're in a company because you guys are like oriented towards like a goal together and it kind of makes the whole experience like more uniting Whereas like when you go to college and you're like all awkward because like the point a little bit is like to make friends. It's like, it's a little interesting, but just like a little tangent is that like for like the school, like I found my people like while we were like battling grades. I don't know. But like (laughs) (laughs) now that we're out of it, it's like we have to find other ways to like be together. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I know I spoke with uh, one of my former students yesterday. We talked for a little while and she basically said that she doesn't have it. She doesn't talk to anyone from school um, anymore. Mm. She's 21 now. Um, so she's been out about, I guess, three years. Um, she did just have a baby um, last oh, year. Congrats. Yeah. Um, he's Which can have an effect on mother. Okay, can she? Motherhood has an effect on friendships. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if your friends don't have any. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know the friendships that she did have, um, that I guess through that that period of her um, being pregnant and having, she they disconnected. So mm-hmm. she's like, I literally don't talk to anyone from school. And they're like, oh my gosh. I, but it's like, you know, when talking to them and because I told her that because friends are such a big deal in school mm-hmm. like when you're in school it's like they're they're, they're so, your friends they matter so much yeah. they matter <laughs> so much my lifeline and then once high school is over it's like how you're saying Angelina y'all are fostering mm-hmm. connections outside y'all are making it a point to see each other you're making it a yeah. point yes. to stay connected and a lot of people don't do that and yeah. so those friendships are lost once they graduate um because yeah. I had plenty of students who only talk to their friends at school like it's like oh yeah. y'all don't hang out or anything they're like no <laughs> you know like what? what do you mean hang out like <laughs> Why, why would I do that? Like, and I'm just like, okay, well, I, limited friendship? I don't know. It's like, oh, that's it's very interesting. No, when yeah. I think about it, like, when I was in high school, I didn't hang out with a lot of my friends, like, like friend people. I, these are my friends, real friends mm-hmm. that I felt like was my friends. I didn't hang out with a lot of them. I may have went to, like, one friend. I spent a lot, I spent the night at one of my friends houses a couple of times I went to some parties but we didn't really hang out like that but we did consider mm-hmm. ourselves friends but now that I'm thinking about it like as an adult for me when I look around I talk to other adults it's way harder for us to make friends but yeah. when you're a kid like when you're a kid it's so easy I watch my daughter she makes the she like kids make friends so easy I don't mm-hmm. think that they have all these like 
Kenny them have like a million friends. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, do they? Yeah, they don't like, have everybody's all their friends from the dogs to the cats. <laughs> Right. They got adult (laughs) friends, little friends, big friends, working friends. They got friends everywhere. Like no, really. I think the definition of friend changes as you get older, and that's probably why you Mm. don't. You may not like you know keep up with a lot of your friends because it. Like I just be think like I really this conversation is always in my head. Why is it so easy for kids, little kids, to just make friends, just go up, start playing with each other, and it seems like they know each other all their lives. Don't don't know each other from you know head to toe, but they can play yeah. together, laugh together, imagine together, build, create, all in one day, all at the playground. And it's just no. like why why can't we do that as human beings? You know, I mean as adults. That like reminds me of a time where we like like my friend group there's like a park next to my school and there was like two like little chicks like they were chilling at the park and they like they just bonded with us like immediately they're like can we hang out with you and we were like <laughs> like taking it back like because people don't say that to you anymore like you want to hang out with us and so we we're like okay mm-hmm. and so we just like hung out with them for a solid like hour and they were they were sweet they were just like doing whatever being goofy being kids and it's like they don't really care they just want to have a good time and they don't have ill intent they don't like think mm. behind your actions there's no like like oh you're evil so I'm not gonna show you my mm. full face or whatever like there's none of that like overthinking it's just like we're all people just wanted to hang out it's a good day let's go outside and do something it's like it's yes. so awesome yeah I, yes. I mean when you were saying that I was thinking pre like pre-judgment like I feel like yeah. that's what holds a lot of adults back from making adult friends is because of all of the notions and ideologies they have in their head about Mm -hmm. other people, whether it's, you know, that race or um, the sex of a person like you, like, you know, they even came up with a term where when your face isn't, um, (laughs) when you're not smiling, (laughs) (laughs) the resting bee face. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, like you know, it's like we the have all these notions <laughs> of how we feel people are just based off of first glance, like judging yeah. a book by its cover, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like kids don't have all those, like they don't have all those prejudgments, mm-hmm. they don't really have all those insecurities mm-hmm. of that adults hold also yeah. um when going to meet a new person, like you know yeah we come with a lot of baggage for real (laughs) that's true especially depending on the age it's like we have a lot of things uh, you know ideas in our head um about how we feel others are and we're just prejudgments basically oh and I had a question for you guys because like I think this ties into what we were just talking about is like adults and like conversation like what do adults talk about (laughs) Like, I, I obviously, like, I don't see, like, that perspective. I've been trying to ask, like, like adults, like, adult family friends that I know, just, like, do you guys like to talk deep? Or, like, is it, like, small talk? Like, because is it just what kids talk about, but just, like, elevated? Like, I don't get it. I love to have all types of conversations. I, I go from small talk to deep talk to intergalactical talk. We can talk about it all. I, I just, I mean, I just love having conversations with people. And I love, like, I love the different 
levels that a conversation can go to. Because I'll be in a conversation, I'm like, whoa, I didn't know we was getting this deep. But I love that we done got this deep. Okay. Like, I'll I go down a rabbit hole with someone. You know, I think adult conversations, it just depends on the person and their intellect and what they, you know, they experience yes. in life. Indeed. I I love all conversations. I, I don't know. There's something about me where people come and they, they talk to me like really mm-hmm. openly, candidly. Like I had a lady at the park and I, I adore her for it. And I even like came back for the second part, but she should like, she started from the beginning of her life and like told me her whole life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was like, I want to say she's in her sixties. Um, but her story was so intriguing. It was just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how we got here. However, please continue. <laughs> I love this. Like, this is amazing. Mm. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of small talk. I'm not a fan of like, oh, let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about- I know, it's this so thing awkward. Right here. Maybe it's I'm really awkward. <laughs> and it's like, why are we talking for real? Like, what is this for? <laughs> like, what are, like, you know, so- I, I don't, I, I typically stay away from that. But like I said, when I, I meet individuals, it's always open because I'm, I, I'm a judge free zone. Like I love, mm-hmm. I love interacting with individuals. I love hearing people's stories because I share my own so transparently. Um, so I'm always open for like good conversation, like whatever and however it leads. I don't force things, um, you know, but I speak to everyone. hello hey how you doing like you know things of that nature um but yeah adult conversation I don't know like listening to other adults talk a lot of adults talk about what's on the news they talk about what's um politics on the radio on tv yeah Yeah. whatever is um trending but mainly the news like and I don't watch the news so I can't I can't um get in those conversations <laughs> yeah don't news talk me because I, I feel like listen I don't even watch the, the I don't even have cable or anything I don't watch I don't watch it okay yeah. <laughs> so don't don't news talk me but any other talk okay but news uh <laughs> it's kind of dope because like the adults that I've been around it's like it's been mostly like news talking I'm like this can't be all there is <laughs> <laughs> like come on please is that- like, oh my gosh this is boring what is this all you guys talk about yeah but no. it's like there's also like I'll... the politics i'm like can we not have like a civil conversation about this like can we just like, yeah take I a deep breath like you hear people talking i tell you like for the longest i was just hearing people regurgitate facts that they heard off the tv yeah not even necessarily facts just the information that they heard off the tv but you would mm-hmm. talk to an adult and it would be like the same thing i'm like yo where am i what <laughs> there's some kind of groundhog day i don't know like this is weird like why, why do i keep on hearing the same thing but over I, and over. yeah over and over it's really weird like yeah. You guys are all watching the same thing. This is crazy. But <laughs> but that's, you know, it's like that's the, I don't know. That's the, I don't, I don't even know what it is, but that's the normal, I guess. Like, you know, what people mm-hmm. are caught up in because they feel like they have to keep up with the news and keep up with um, what's happening in society so that they're able to have those conversations. Um right with other people yeah yeah they're just like spitting out with like they just like figured out because it's like oh i need to keep like the conversation going 
Mm-hmm. And that's what the news, I think, really want people to do, is just to talk about it and keep it going, yeah. keep it going. And that's why I don't watch the news. Cause I'm like, I mean, I, I I try to pay attention to my life and what's going on. So I do keep mm-hmm. track of like local things that's going on. Yeah. And um, I do watch some, you know, sources of news, but I don't just watch the TV and then go and talk about the news. Like, no. Yeah. Because like, you can't even like solve those issues. Cause it's so like, it's like, it's not even here. Like, I, th- I think it's better to like focus on like the local anyway, because it's like, oh, we can deal with the local issues. Like, that's actually what I can do. Ra- yeah. Like, rather than like, this is huge issue. We need everyone to like, well, then I have to look into like every little like source and detail because no one agrees on it. And there's so many That's what I was going to say. Like, they're so divisive though. Like most yeah. of the stuff that is put forth is like for someone to pick a side like oh yeah. what side are you on oh I'm on this side I'm on this mm-hmm. side and then it's like okay are we actually working towards solution or are we just gonna focus yeah. in on the problem and why I feel like this way and why I feel you know why I support this but nobody's working on the solution so it's really weird yeah. and it's probably like even like better to just like you be a good person like where you are and like yeah. that will have an effect like where you are and then eventually if everyone was doing that hypothetically it'd be fine everywhere else so it's just like you do your part and then it's like we're all good and then like I hope that's how your generation like is really like grasping things um because accountability to me is like a low like people don't want to be accountable for this it's like it's it's easier to put the blame elsewhere to point Mm -hmm. their fingers elsewhere and it's just like well what are you doing like (laughs) do you use less water do you recycle like you know like what are you doing to help solve these bigger issues Mm -hmm. because it it does begin really with you like there's what and that kind of ties into like the parenting sorry yeah no no you're what because like you're the example like not just like in the world but like for your kids and so like they'll like take in everything that you do and so like if you like give them away for like a less uh, kind term like to a school then they're gonna do that with their kids so like like I don't need you like around like that just tells them like like I don't need you around like the entire day I want I don't really want to see you or like I can't see you like you're not my priority and it's just like it sends a message to the kids where it's like oh dang like is this what like being a parent is like about <laughs> Well, you know, some parents approach school in that manner. Like you hear kids or see like the posts and stuff like um, when summertime is coming to an end and parents are celebrating and happy that their kids about to be back out the house and like, yes, Mm -hmm. these kids, yes. Like, and so it is like a giveaway type of deal. It's like a, hey, like, yeah, I didn't really enjoy my summer with you. I'm so glad school is (laughs) I know kids' feelings probably be hurt by that. Like, because yeah, I be yeah. seeing it. Because it's it's the sad part for me that I feel is the sad, like the saddest part to me is that parents will post it on social media, mm-hmm. and like their kids ain't on social media. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you know your child can find this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know they can. You up here complaining about how you ain't like your summer this whole summer with your child. The only yeah. the only time that you you know the only time that you get to see your kids in the morning and that night the full day and you want to complain. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I understand parenting mm-hmm. is hard and you know we need to vent about things to be able to move forward. But that is just something that is like. <laughs> 
that is is like come on now enjoy the kids over the summer yeah. do stuff learn with them grow with them summer like the crazy thing is as a teacher you see when the kids come back over the summer how much information they've lost because mm. they're not <laughs> doing anything over the summer yeah. they're not doing anything so they lose all this information i've seen it time and time again i'm like okay y'all ready to learn what y'all learned from what y'all remember from last year N- nothing I don't remember. At all. One. Like, what? Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> nothing. Remember. <laughs> remember. What, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so summer yeah. is like an important time for parents to build back that relationship. Build back that relationship. Be the, you know, be the learning coach, home educator. Take your kids traveling. Keep, you know, keep the curriculum, whatever the curriculum is for the school or whatever you're doing. Keep it going. Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be forced and pressured because yeah they already been through all this learning but learning should still be happening over the summer like you know I think yeah. that's important um so I'm glad that you brought that up because isn't that like as a teacher seeing that and knowing that kids just you know and it's nothing wrong with relaxing over the summer but kids they would just we didn't really do nothing they probably went on you know a, a family trip but I just sat home and watched TV and, you know, went outside. Those things are good, but um, there's so many things to do over the summer. So many Um, things to do in life. It's crazy. (laughs) Right. Right. Indeed. It's sad to hear when kids talk about them being bored. Yeah. Do you understand the endless possibilities of all that you can do? Um, Yeah. Like, you have access to so much, especially, like, your generation. Y'all have access to yeah. so much. It's like, you could do anything. Build a rocket ship in your backyard if you wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. sure, there's a YouTube video for it. <laughs> right. like, the funny thing is, is that, like, they're, they don't even realize what they could do. And yet, like, they're so busy. Like, they don't even have time <laughs> for, like, leisure. Like, it's such a weird combination where it's, like, they can't even have genuine leisure. Like to just to like think and like leisure doesn't have to be just like you're like sitting on the floor or something it's just like you doing what you love maybe with the people that you love and that could be your leisure and it's like I don't think they understand that I was gonna say do your peers know the things that they love like do you feel like that's something that is honed in on um I guess it would definitely be different for a lot of us I mean whether it's like relationship or whatever like that's definitely leisure for like some of my friends (laughs) but like uh I hate to say it like this because like she's not gonna like this but like gaming (laughs) sure it's like one avenue to do that for me I don't really I don't even know what I really like to do I like I guess my avenue is kind of like piano and like freaking reading now I guess (laughs) been trying to get back to read I used to hate reading that's another thing that I don't like about school makes you hate cool things mm. just like mm. there's like so many classics Lord that I skip down on yeah it's just like ah I missed everything 12 years out mm. one year in one year out the other type thing mm. How so what do you feel like I was gonna say I was just gonna ask you what do you feel like you missed out on like what is what do you feel like you could have done more of like why do you feel like you've missed what do you feel like you missed out on why do you feel like you missed out on things and what do you feel like you could have done more of well it's just like genuine 
like the whole like the environment as a whole I think was just like a missed opportunity because like the teachers they're forced to teach something in a way that they don't want to because it's oriented towards like a test so it's like they need to know certain points for this test so they don't get to let their personality shine through and it's like then the kids don't really like what they're learning either because like they're not as motivated so like it's a whole cycle so like the information that I gathered went in one year out the other type thing and so like I don't remember calculus (laughs) like classes (laughs) like that like I just don't remember I can't freaking do like derivatives anymore it's crazy but I do feel like there's just like missed opportunities to like show people like certain tactics of like that were used in history that we're like losing now like whether that's like building houses creating art like like, stuff like that like little Mm. like there's avenues that kids could look into but they don't even know about like in the first place I think that's like a missed thing for like kids could like choose and like it gets broader and broader more specific more specific as to what they would want to do I think that's a missed opportunity what was your favorite subject in school favorite subject uh most of them were AP (laughs) I don't know if I'd call them but I did like English funny enough most people did not like English but the teacher he was pretty cool his brother was also super cool um uh and we got to do a bunch of like story stuff um so I really enjoyed that because it was one of the more creative ones and it's like when you're doing like the essay for the test it's like I can still talk about what I want on this test (laughs) a little bit I can like force my way into the essay and also (laughs) the history classes were cool because the teacher was cool he would Mm. he would make it fun and like that was another instance where I was like yeah do that (laughs) and just yeah that's what I was gonna say do you have did you have a favorite teacher um probably that teacher and the dude that I was just talking about (laughs) English teacher and history teacher okay if the other teacher was listening I'm super sorry (laughs) (laughs) it was because of how they presented their lessons they made it more interesting yeah for sure so who influenced you to start um where did your topic your your uh, project like who where did this how did you get influenced to start your senior project on alternative learning most of my stuff I will say is from uh, my brother, the 10 year gap one, <laughs> because just like, oh, and the eight year gap one too, but we don't have as much time to talk. But now that me and him are like roomies, he's like literally in the next room. Um, like we get to talk more. Like I get to talk to my brother. Like that's so crazy. Like people do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just been talking about like all the new things that he's like been learning, just like whether that's about like society, whether that like pisses him off about society what like stuff that we like love about like people in general it's like I'm like relearning like everything that there is to love like about life essentially Mm. and so like I've been super thankful for that that figure in my life pretty much also that teacher at my school it's like (laughs) it's been a cool combination because both of them have been like we're like searching for truth like that type of thing and so I've been like really on that train for a while that's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, what is- have you picked up about alternative school or school methods? Um, basically, if I have kids, I'm definitely using it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's definitely what I picked up. It's just that 
there is definitely because you guys have, to, have told me this there's definitely so much more like resources than I I thought because I thought like no one's doing this everyone's alone <laughs> you just gotta go it and see what happens and just go hard but like there's like people out there who like they'll take a moment and they'll just be like what am I doing you know what I mean and then like that's given me hope and that's like essentially like what I've taken is that like for my kids like I'm gonna try with like these years and stuff to like like try and be a good person to like the max so that like I'll feel like ready so my kids have a good example that makes sense yeah that's definitely but you know being a good person is also subjective too so what is your definition Mm -hmm. of a good person well this is where it gets a little interesting because like (laughs) (laughs) because like I guess there's like a lot of controversy or like around it now but like like part of my family is like uber like religious like like catholic and stuff and so like that's where we've been like exploring is like i think this might be the way and there's like but the thing is like surrounding the controversy surrounding like religion and stuff but we've been trying to find like moral compass and like we believe that we found like part of it in like catholicism so that's been really interesting which is interesting to hear from like a teenager because it's like that's a little weird that you guys are a little ritualistic but it's like yeah it has its merits (laughs) I would say nice yeah no it's all about doing you um and owning your part and being the change um because I don't think a lot of teenagers realize the powers that they do possess until later it's like oh shucks I could have did this I could have did that it was like oh but I thought I was too young to think on that level or to think about those things so that's why it's always so refreshing to talk to you because of where your mind is already. Mm. And it's cool that you like, you guys are like living proof of like my ideals though. <laughs> Cause like you're doing this and you have kids and you like, I mean, I guess I don't know you like too personally, but you like seem like pretty good people. And like, you're having in-depth conversation with your children. It's just like this right here. is like what gives me hope. Like oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, very much. Do you feel like it's open? Yeah, like your parents are open to deep conversations, or do you just talk to your brother mainly? Well, it's a little harder for sure because I mean, as I've grown in the system, like they were a part of it too, so it's harder to talk to them about it. But recently, with like the change that everyone's been going through, I think yeah we definitely try to get into it um but not to the extent with my brother yeah gotcha because I can like I can borderline talk about anything with him of course the siblings that's and that's how it should be and with that gap is beautiful because he has many many experiences that he can share with you so that's cool um what was parent-wise um, are there any conversations that you feel that you wish that you could talk to them about? Um, there's probably like many, but I'm like blanking. Yeah. Mm, just like the whole, the whole conversation about like what they think the meaning of life is and like what they believe, like the love like throughout their life has been and like how we can get through that together from this point onward because like Mm -hmm. it's not just like about 
me even though I'm like their kid so I'm like their priority but like they have a lot that's that I realize now is like within myself because I see them in me obviously because I've grown up with them so I want to like help them address like things that I think are like problematic or something <laughs> like for them, for themselves too because like it's all about growth and it's not just for me it's for everyone pretty much in the family so I just wish that we could talk about that civilly <laughs> that's what I was gonna say are they open to that growth yeah because like people aren't always open to like change and stuff especially if it's mm. like oh I've lived I've lived a lot of life so <laughs> um I'm smarter um, but like <laughs> stuff like that they're they're a little more open to it but yeah mm. Yeah, I was going to say, how receptive are they to this change? Because I know talking to shoot, even people over 40, it seems pretty. Um, Send stone. Yeah, <laughs> send stone. Okay. Yeah. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is, this is me. Take it or leave yeah. it. And I'm like, oh. It's like, I've well. changed like, because of you and for you. And I just, I want to see that reciprocated. Like that's, I think that's like the conversation I want to have, like that type of thing. And like the plot of Shrek 2, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel that you're doing a lot of molding as far as your character goes to appease your parents? Doing, sorry, you cut out, doing a lot of what? A lot of molding, like as far as fitting into what they feel you should be. Do you feel like you're doing that? Um, I mean... I guess I think I implicitly like I try to I like try to fill in that like mold but at the same time like I realize that they based on like I guess my meaning you could say like they aren't like the sole focus of my life I will be there for Mm. them and I love them but they are not my purpose (laughs) like I think that needs to be like made known like I will always be there for them obviously I'm their kid but like if they're going down a path that I can't follow I can't follow (laughs) essentially okay okay so you are thinking for yourself yeah 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 for sure um the conversation that I had last night with my former student was on the basis of her parents feeling like she's not I guess living up to her potential as they would see it um Mm. um so it was like a lot of like they feel like I told you she's with child now so it's like you know they see that and it's kind of I don't know they're worried that she won't won't necessarily complete um you know I mean guess goals that she had pre-child um or if they're just worried about the mold that she's not fitting into as far as they saw her life being because you know mm-hmm. our parents hold like you know they have visions for us mm-hmm. like you know, yeah at a young age they start thinking like oh you could do this you could do that and yeah um, push you towards this direction so it's like you know when you do something different or you step off course of what they saw for you it gets kind of I don't I I told her like you know it's a fear that they hold it's like yeah. you know um because I think ideally most parents um want you to be better than they were yeah and so um when they see things occurring that worry them it's like uh I need to step in and I need to make sure you're 
you know, your focus or your goals are still in line and everything. But, you know, our visions may change without us checking in with them. (laughs) And I think parents lose that and and don't really see that um, wholeheartedly because of their own vision that they have for their kids. So that's why I try to stay real neutral with my girls. Like I don't push anything on them. I hear people all the time telling them what they're going to be and how good they are at this and oh you're going to be great at that and I'm just like sitting back like okay <laughs> like okay but I I'm to like zone in sorry yeah no I'm, I'm really neutral about um where I, I lead them um because I'm just like I always just consider myself a guide so I'm just here mm-hmm here if you need me but I don't want to be that um that driving force behind why you did this or why you feel like you need to do this and that's why I asked you did you feel you were molding yourself into someone for your parents or are you molding yourself to be comfortable within yourself yeah I guess an interesting thing is that my parents didn't really okay they they did prior like a lot but have like a mold for me essentially like you could say that like my dad maybe wanted me to like go into a thing but he wasn't gonna like force me per se he'd probably be like but that'd be cool but he wasn't gonna (laughs) be like like you have to do this and it's the same Mm. with my mom is that prior she would have been like a little more worried about like uh I guess like financial stuff like and like stability and all that which is like a little more a little bit more understandable but at the same time she wasn't going to be like okay you're out of the house blah 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 yeah Mm. but uh that's the thing that I'm appreciative of because I know like a bunch of my friends like it's not the same (laughs) because it's a lot of like the parents like they're so zoned into like like let's get it moving like you don't have that much time where it's like oh my goodness like I'm 18 mom I got plenty of time what do you mean <laughs> like, it's that wondering, yeah I be wondering like what where people be like why is I, why is this such a rush like why is it mm-hmm. such a rush to get into especially the the notion of capitalism like mm-hmm. you have to get to the grind like oh yeah why are you rushing me there like you don't even like it there why are you rushing me there? no <laughs> is it to alleviate you know pressures on themselves like so you're able to stand on yourself and potentially take away a bunch of bills from them like mm-hmm. you know you have to think of that too but it's just like oh my gosh can I just ease into this and that, that's why I, I love that you're being allowed to ease into yeah. you I think that I think that parents have the mindset or that we have this mindset of like um we have to I have to get my child prepared for some like I have to get my child prepared for life or the way that I prepare you for life is just make you go ahead and do life you know like I think it's a tough love type of thing I feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes that's where it comes from like you got to go out there and get on your own because that's what happened I had to go out there and get it on my own so in order for you to learn, you should learn how I learned, which was to get it on my own. I was out at 18. Mm-hmm. You should be out at 18. I yeah, was doing I this. I don't like that. I don't, I don't right? Like that. <laughs> right? It's like, I was doing this. You should be doing that. And so it's yeah. just like, you see it, it. It's been a thing going on where people are rushed out of their house. Yeah. Like kids. And I feel like 18 is such a young age. Like, don't get me wrong. 
I know that it's not a young age because you are capable of doing so much. People was working at 14, 15, long time ago, working, yes. doing all these. So I know that 18 is a, you know, it's a, it, but I feel like it's still such a young age to just oh, rush kids sure. or young adults into the world. Have made they need to be prepared, know what degree they want to go to, finish college, be committed mm-hmm. to this, do it, get a job. And it's just like, dang, it's yeah. really real. Like, life is really real when you're just being forced and pushed out there and you can't even sit down and think. So, it really is beautiful that you have that because I really wish I had that experience. And now I'm taking that back. Like, I am starting to think about things. Like, no, let me just pause and think because one day I'm going to look up and I don't rush so much. I'm going to be 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Looking back, like, dang, what did I do with my life? Like, no, let me pause right now while I feel like I can and I have the yeah. moment to you get like, let me do that now so that I can start moving forward to where I actually feel like I want to do. Because, like Jay was saying, sometimes your life gets so wrapped up in what your parents want you to do. You want to please them, you want to, you know, receive their validation because it's something probably that you haven't been getting or something that you know, you, like, we <laughs> as kids, we as you know, kids. We want to please our parents. We want to see our parents happy. So we're going to do those things. But that can become like a slippery slope. And you can really get tied into it. And now you're just doing stuff for your parents. Or you don't want to, you know, feel bad or ashamed. Or you want to look good in their their eyes. And it's just, it's, it's a lot. So, and I feel like that's where my life was going. Like, I was just doing stuff. Like, I literally Mm -hmm. went to college because I felt like that's what I had, like, I was just doing it just to do it, just to, okay, just to make my mama, just to make my mom proud, just to make my dad proud. But, you know, now I'm taking the time to actually slow down and really think about what do I want out of life? Like, that's an important yeah. question that we all need to ask before we just start rushing into stuff. What do you want out of life? What do you really want out of life? Where do you see mm-hmm. yourself going? What do you really want to do? And how can you get there? Yeah. And I think the age thing is interesting because, like, People were like, oh, people were doing this like 14, 15. But the thing is that the time period in which they were doing it was such a different time. Like, it's not like a, hello. <laughs> it's not a, it's not the same. So like to say, to use that as comparison, like on your children is like not only cruel, but inaccurate because like those 14, 15 year olds probably had a, like a set in stone moral thing because schools maybe didn't exist at that time period. And so their parents were actually like involved in such and such. So they had more time to think at a younger age about what they wanted out of life. And so they could get married. They could get a house, especially the economy was different back then. So there's there's details like that. And so to force kids at like 18 to get out in a different environment is just so weird because like there's so many inaccuracies with being like, oh, well, they did it at that at that time. So you should be able to. It's like, no. They had more time to think about it. They had more time to just like actually exist. (laughs) And like 18 now is just like with like school and college, it's just the age where you're still like a kid searching for your parents' validation, but now you're just Mm -hmm. older. Like that's like the difference. And you've like been to maybe like a few more places because of college, but like you're just like a young kid still like at 18 and maybe even through your 20s and stuff or like a kid adult essentially no you're absolutely right um I always wanted like when asking and talking to my students I will always ask like you know you plan on going to college and some of them like would shock me and say yes and then I'm like like, you barely like it here like I just don't understand (laughs) 
I don't understand why you would want to do that to yourself. Like, you don't like to read. You told me that several times. Like, I'm your English teacher. <laughs> told me that several times. And so it's like, do y'all be knowing what college is? Like, college is reading and writing. Reading, reading a bunch writing. Of stuff right. And writing about it. A bunch of stuff and writing mm-hmm. about it. And so it's just like, that's why I always wonder, like, when it comes to young adults and come to graduating, are we doing things that are sitting right with us or are we doing mm-hmm. things that, you know, are appeasing our parents? So I know like Aaliyah, I went to college to appease my parents. It wasn't something that was at the top of my list. I didn't like high school. So I definitely, um, if it wasn't for them, like, <laughs> wouldn't, um, I went to college. I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. but it's something that I did to appease them. Um, so it's, it's always interesting to hear and, and see parents talk in regards to, oh yeah, my child's going to college. Oh yeah, my child gotta, you know, gotta, gotta do certain things. It's like, but why? Like, why? I, what really bothers me is seeing celebrities talk about their children having to start from the bottom or them like, oh no, they're gonna have to work for this. And I'm just like, why? Why, why would you yeah. want your child to work for that if you have it already? Like, yo, buy them some businesses and let them manage them or something. But why would they have to start from the bottom? Like, who are you? Why would you do that to your child? <laughs> Especially if you worked your whole life to gain those skills and then you want your child to go out there and work and you're not gonna teach them the skills, just teach them yeah. the skills and give them the yeah. money. Yeah. Like, like you did that for them. <laughs> you would think. And like you would think at yeah. that time that you that's what they were saying, but then when it come down to it, it's like, oh no, they gotta get it out the mud. They gotta get it. like what? Why? I'll, Y'all wanna know why though? Why? Because celebrities also put their kids in school. Okay. <laughs> and, and they know and they know their kids is not ready when they graduate, they was not prepared for that. <laughs> Yes. How prepared, Angelina, do you feel that school actually makes you feel in regards to living life after high school? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll give them some credit because like the teacher that I had definitely, he did prepare me in some sense. And like, because my school is so small, I guess I did like I get to talk to people and I just get to like be chill at school because I'm not I I wasn't stressed out at school like social wise at least for the (laughs) most part (laughs) because it's just like we know the same 11 people every day Mm. like nothing I don't know so it's just kind of like we're all here together and so at least in that part it was just like I feel like somewhat ready because I have like a group like I've regrouped a little bit and I've like put my values down when I go into it but I can't say that that's like from my school really even though there were nice people there like I'm just not gonna say that wasn't because of like their curriculum (laughs) but it was in some sense yeah but like for other schools I'd be like did that really prepare you or was just a just like a gateway college credit thing yeah Mm. Yeah, because your school, even like you said, they put emphasis on AP classes. So they definitely were gearing y'all to college. Yeah. Um, 
And that's the funny thing is because I didn't know that when we were getting like into the school because me and my mom are like, they should transfer here because our friend says that it's like in pretty intense and you're like bored at your other one. So I was like, okay, whatever. And so like I get there and I'm like, yeah, this is intense, but why am I doing this now? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm not bored, but I'm not happy either. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Um, Mm. yeah oh goodness yeah that whole like our principal used to say on the on the um announcements every day we're preparing you for college or the world of work so it's like <laughs> no no in between it's like and they let she was letting yeah. know like no secret hey we are preparing you for your <laughs> college or you to go to work like yeah. <laughs> one or the other at least they were out front about it like yeah you're gonna be a worker bee like it used to bother me every time I heard it in the morning it's like oh my gosh (laughs) like they're telling me and you're not letting me out (sighs) this is wild but I also used to encourage my students to stay at home as long as possible I used to always (laughs) tell them don't be in a rush like don't be in a rush yeah and so I'm really grateful to hear you say like they're not in a rush but Like Aaliyah has said, um, and we know, like, some environments do make you have to be in a rush um, because it's not as healthy as you would like it to be or, you know, substantial for your growth um, in the right direction. So I totally understand it, but I used to always tell, if you could find a piece somewhere, (laughs) even if it's in the corner of the house somewhere, stay. (laughs) Stay. Do not rush out. Um, And... Like, you know, get caught up in Take some money. Like yeah. I saw be trying to tell like my younger sisters, like, just stack some money. Just just do stuff. Just do stuff. Like you have a life, especially if your parents are allowing you to stay home. Just do stuff. Just figure it out. Just stack some money. Just go work. Like live life and experience. Because at the end of the day, that's what jobs are looking for. Experience. Mm-hmm. You can go get a degree mm-hmm. and, and got look at experience. And they may hire the person with more experience than you because they already have the experience. You just had the knowledge. But mm-hmm. experience to me outweighs knowledge. If you can do and you know and you've been through it, you can. It, it, it's just. You, it's just. Yeah, it's just more uh, fulfilling, I guess. I don't know what word I was trying to look for, but just more fulfilling in the sense of getting jobs. And it makes you look better to have the experience mm-hmm. to say, I worked here, here, here. I have this experience. I have these skills because you can always rework it and turn it into something that's professional. But living life is a part of life. Like living mm-hmm. life is a part of learning. Exactly. Like We should not skip over living life. Like after school, live life then go to college do it like do something like you can't say like living life should be in that Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that um timeline of life and like living life is like also it's a lot more nuanced than I thought it was like there's more nuance to like every decision and like all you have I guess not all you have is just like it's your choice essentially like you can still make these choices and there's more than you think like that's the whole issue Mm, with it it's just like you're stacked in a box and it's like well you can't think of anything outside the box if you're already in it and it's just they're giving you like hypotheticals that have already been in the box well it's like what am I doing here like I want to get outside and like that's the entire like experience and people like they have fun like doing stuff that is not like even related to the inside of the box and it's just like well why do you think that is (laughs) 
right yeah that getting out that box though um and like you I, you used one of my favorite words choice um because <laughs> we always have them we do and like you mm-hmm. said we have way more than we like to recognize at times um because we get comfortable with this you know making the same choices or following in a certain path or um a certain cycle that, you know, has been presented to us as being the right way to do it. Or I feel like if um, the principal would have said more of like, we're preparing you to be the change, um, Mm. it would, you know, cause you to think a little more, a little more deeper into, okay, how am I going to be this change? What am I going to change? What am I going to do? Because we all have an impact to make that we're capable of making if we allow ourselves to. Um, but I feel like that we're distracted by that academic aspect of yeah. calculus. <laughs> I'm still on that. I'm pissed about that. <laughs> Mine was geometry. That's the one that did the end. Just like had me like, yo, what is this? This can't be life. This is, this is not right. None of this is right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we get distracted by the academics part of life, I guess, um, that we forget all of the things that we are capable of doing um, in being the change that the world needs. So, yeah. And, and in home and in alternative learning, you learn that more because there are a lot of things that my daughter does that's not academic but she's capable of doing you get what I'm saying like you learn the different choices and just the different skills and just more about life when you choose alternative learning because Mm -hmm. your mind becomes more open you have different experiences and I love the experiences that my daughter is having like yeah she's four and no she may not be able to read right now or yet but she can unscrew a nail you get what I'm saying or she can do gardening you get like those mm-hmm. are skills that I think that are so important that sure. go way that go way beyond academics like you don't need to even though reading is important I'm not trying to smash reading or math or any <laughs> skills like that but honestly you don't need to you don't need to um you know read to start a garden you just need to know you need dirt you need seeds and you go out there and you do it like mm-hmm. I didn't have to teach her how to read to do that she knows how to make do like she knows how to create mm-hmm. a garden without reading like she know to go to the store like those are I think those skills are super super important and you see that more in alternative learning all the things that you learn outside of the academics and when we go to school that's all we're really forced to learn is academics 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 they force it down your throat learn how to read learn how to write learn but what about all these other skills that you can learn that are beneficial to your life as well that you can actually use to sustain your life like yeah you know so I just think that's so important. I think that like the fact that you use like the sustainable like gardening thing is like a great example because like parents like they can pass down, especially like people who are like from like different cultures, they can pass down to their kids if they weren't in school, like traditions that are so important and maybe even more important, like 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 uh farming traditions, especially because that is actually geared towards something because then like your produce. Like you could make money of that, but you could also like sustain yourself legitimately. Right. Like that's not like mm-hmm. that's not even like no joke. Like you could do that for like life if you have like a plot of land. Like that's actually dope. And like the fact that if you're so interested in it, like you definitely don't need to read for it. But if you're like so interested in it and that you want to keep it going, you could even go deeper into it. And if you're that 
that's where your child with alternative learning could go. It's like, oh, well, I love farming. Well, let me look up like a technique and stuff. And then they get more into it. And they'll probably know more than like the average citizen about that, which is kind of crazy to think about. Indeed. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I watched a little video today said something you should have learned in school where this guy was taking out a nail um, and plugging it, a nail out of his tire, his car tire and plugging it using like a little kit from um, AutoZone. It was like things you should have learned at school as opposed Mm -hmm. to, you know, what we did learn. So I I feel like a lot of time is wasted on um, academic wise. um, Only because I feel like reading, reading, reading is very important. Like that's the fundamental I feel like everyone needs um, by any means, like, because we got calculators. So therefore math isn't that necessary. (laughs) (laughs) But reading though, I'm a a reading got fingers. Um, Look, reading though, um, with the reading, (laughs) that's something I I I tell my girls all the time. You don't want to be dependent on anyone else to have to give you information. So you want to be able to read um, and comprehend because reading the words isn't just enough. You have to actually understand what you're reading too. Um, Those are fundamental things. However, if you look at middle school basically sixth through 12th grade, you're doing the exact same things from sixth to 12th grade. They're just mm-hmm. enhancing it a little bit more each, mm-hmm. each year. Um, and it's so not by, even like the amount of, sorry. No, you're, <laughs> it's not even ahead. the amount of enhancement where it's like, oh, this is so useful now. It's like so specific. It's just the amount of enhancement. It's like, oh, we're teetering on it. But you can't even use it for like a doctor degree or anything. It's just like, yeah, nah. you know what these specifics are, but you have no idea how to use it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really, it's redundant. It's like, it's just so, it's, and I guess because repetition is supposed to be key, you know, that's how the they seed of learning. Are. Yeah, <laughs> that's how my, that's what my teacher used to say all the time. Repetition is the seed of learning. She says, she used to put that in our heads. <laughs> but I feel like once you're able to read and comprehend, everything else will follow really um and I feel like you can you would do that by middle school for (laughs) you know I don't believe that I guess that's my biggest issue with the school system is just the amount of years that they Mm -hmm. have you in it like you know all the way until you're 18 years old and that's just a that's a large time it's not a large you know significant amount of your life per se however it is a significant amount of the most like influential time of your life the most Mm -hmm. like time where you learn things at a snap like you know as opposed to when we're in adulthood and we're immersed in the world now where we're trying to pay bills and do all this other stuff and we're not necessarily thinking on that like level of learning mm-hmm. um way more simple um I don't know it's just it's a lot of time it's, it's too much time for my liking it's, it's always been right. too much time I can add on to that it's just another main thing that I don't like is the amount of time and then like the idea of like the forcefulness that you need to do this and like mm. also the lack of free will that like comes with being at a school it's like to think for yourself it's such a it's that's like the weirdest thing it's kind of like the grossest thing for me about public school it's just like <laughs> it's just like 
you can't even go to the you can't eat when you want you can't go to the bathroom when you want it's taking away like just like your natural I don't know uh yes. urges but just like it's just such a weird concept to be like you can't do this unless I say so like mm. why not why not even talking Tell me why. yeah like yeah. right talking. like the very little you thing. talking yeah that's a that's a big one too it's just like you can't talk and they bring it up as like a respect thing but like I didn't want to be here in the first place and it's mm. not that I disrespect you it's just that this ain't it right. <laughs> this really <ain't> it. <laughs> and like how much do you give to something that you're forced to do that's always my notion like how, yeah. yes. like how much effort do you really put into something that you're made to do mm-hmm. yes. it's crazy. like my friend she used to she used to come to class and she would just get it done as fast as possible. And then she'd nap. And I thought she was a freaking genius. I was like, I want to do that. But like, the thing is that like, I'd get so distracted because I'm like, my friends are like right here. Dude is right next to me. I can just talk to them. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to talk to them. I don't care. <laughs> that was me. I was the napper. I was, <laughs> I'm going to get this done because I got it. I got to do it. That's like genius, and then I'm going though, to sleep. Do what you want. <laughs> like yeah. afterwards. But I was like, oh. <laughs> you went tall let's talk and work right let's talk and work I'm a talking worker <laughs> yeah mm, I was a sleeper like you talked to some of my really good friends and they'll tell you I sat right beside them and I went to sleep <laughs> I I don't I don't really like what y'all talk about I don't I don't want to talk about it I'd rather go to sleep yes. I don't know I just got extra sleepy once I got into school it's like wild <laughs> But it is sad, though, that kids are forced to do things that they don't want to do. Um, I hear that a lot, especially when I was a teacher and I would talk to my students. They were like, we don't want to do this. And I don't want to be here. I mean, you would hear them all the time. And they're in elementary, middle school, saying these things like, oh, it's yeah. rough. And, and it would just and it would really peel. It would really, um, you know, pick at my heart because I'm like, I don't want to force them to be doing these things. Like, yeah. even when I'm trying to make things fun and um you know chill or just whatever um they still have to take a test you know so it's still certain yeah. things that they have to that, yeah it's still certain things that they have to learn that you have to know that you just it's it's just no cutting corners this is what you need to know for the test yeah. and I don't I do not like teaching that way because I always felt like it was forced like you can make it fun and you can make it cool but at the end of the day this is the information they you need to know to right <laughs> like this is yeah. the information you need to know and it was just, and this, so I had a conversation with one of my students and I love the way that he put it. And I think you also said this as well while you were talking, because um, I had asked him, we had a real conversation with students because they were talking, they were just having this conversation and they would come back to my class and vent because we had this space in between time virtual where it was before lunch. And so after they would come back, they would just, we would just vent and they would just talk about all these things. And um, they start. They were. They was asking me like, "Why is school this way? And why is school this? Way? And why don't we have fun in school? And why don't we?" <laughs> and so, <laughs> just asking me all these questions. <laughs> and just asking me all these questions, right? And so I was just like, "Well, what do y'all imagine school to be? You know, think about that. Like, how do you want that to be? Because school has been like this for a long time, y'all. And we do need change. And you all will be the change. But you have to first imagine what that looks like for you." And when we had that conversation, students were basically saying, like, interest-based learning. One student really broke it down to the point where it was, why don't we come to school, you know, um, honestly, I can't really remember what he said, but basically, like, come to school, 
pick your interests or yeah you do your basics but then you have time the rest of the time like after you get done with certain basics that are important that rest of the time goes to you actually delving into things that you're interested in you know like you mm-hmm. get to pick a ch- like you have like you said choice picking and then being more specific delving into those questions seeing what they actually like within that subject and 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 doing projects and just learning based off of that and I was like, I mean, that's a great way to have school. School should be like that. Like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be forcing kids to learn. Interest-based learning um, is something that I'm totally interested in, something that I always want to do as a teacher and realize how hard it is to, to do interest-based learning as a teacher and now doing it as a home educator and doing more research on it. On it, it shows that, you know, you create lifelong learners when you go off of children's interests, when it's not forced, when you're just asking questions, when you're letting them lead. And it's like school is not like that at all. So what are we trying to create? Obviously, we're not creating lifelong learners. The school is not Mm -hmm. creating lifelong learners. It's creating, like Jay said, worker bees, like you going to work or go to college or um, to, to get into line, like to follow what society is telling you to do. And I think that is so sad because these kids don't deserve it. It <laughs> it's so sad. There's so much potential with like, with like life, and it's like this. Yeah, this person you can do like anything, but you have them freaking in a jail cell <laughs> that we call a school. <laughs> All right, I'm getting a little aggressive with that, but like, still, it's so weird. <laughs> uh, school is compared to jail all the time. All the time. <laughs> It's just, it looks like one, like when we drive away, like my family now, like there's like a joke in my family. It's like when we drive away, all the kids are like looking at us driving away, like, bye. Cause I used to like get out earlier and stuff. And they'd be like, could you pass the ball? And there are, there's like bars at my school. And so like, instead of like a regular fence, like they have like a bar fence. And so it actually looks like a jail. Yeah. Locked up. They won't let me out. Schools <laughs> look like penitentiaries. They really do. Like you look at them and you look at, I pass by them. I look at them all the time. Even when we pass by some of them where the kids are playing outside, it's still like this big old iron gate around them. And like, yeah. you know, this big old, like, it's just, it's the bus is everything. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta it really leave gives off jail vibes. It really does. It really like, does. These are like 16 year olds. I don't think they're going to freaking Mission Impossible their way out of here. Like, you don't need to do all of this yeah and you can't spike. leave you can't leave unless yeah. a, unless somebody come and get you but you can't leave that's yeah. the, that's crazy too it's just like no you're locked in you can't leave there's no escape locked like, that's up. they won't let me out that's real <laughs> at least for these 7.32 hours you you in here <laughs> and that's my thing too like I always like I used to tell my students all the time like a perfect school day to me would be from 10 to 2 like we got to be here I feel like four hours was the max time that we needed to be there 10 to 2 um that's included with lunch gym everything (laughs) (laughs) you just gotta think about like all the time that you're not doing anything really like you just got these kids in here doing busy work or sitting in here doing works like just busy stuff like something to do basically um, and half of them aren't even doing it. Um, right. So, yeah. Reading, math, um, resource, lunch, go home. Like, why? Anything else is kind of, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> and now you see that teachers are super burnt out, that schools are going to four days. I've seen in Ohio that 
um, the schools were going to four days. They said, we're burnt out. And honestly, I think kids do spend way too much time in school. Parents may not agree, but going every day, every day, Monday through Friday, eight or seven to three, four, five o'clock in the afternoon, depending on if your child got extracurricular stuff. That's a long time. That's a full time mm-hmm. job. They should be getting paid to go to school. <laughs> At this point, yeah, honestly, y'all should be getting paid for that. <laughs> At this point, definitely. As I told you, I used to commend my kids when they came to school when it was raining outside. I was like, "Oh, y'all waited at the bus stop at this, <laughs> y'all." really awesome because you wouldn't have saw me like I, I was one of those you wouldn't have saw me like it was raining and I have to walk somewhere outside <laughs> like no if my mom ain't bringing me I'm not coming so I used <laughs> to commend my students on all little things like because I always knew like you could be anywhere you really could this the fact that y'all do make it a point to come into this building daily regardless of if you're being forced to do it or not you're still doing it um and that's a lot. Like yeah. that's a lot. Um, that's a time where you really don't have control over your life. Like you know, like there's no control being given to you. I don't like it's, it. It's just like a crazy concept that, like, like for example, like a kinder kindergartner, um, like can get di- like diagnosed for like um ADHD or ADD just because. Mm. They're just like chilling in like the school. <laughs> yes, because they just, just are live. readjusting. Yeah, like they they just got here and all of a sudden, all, they got ADHD. Hey. Something wrong with you? <laughs> Something's wrong with you. Why can't you sit still? Like, because I didn't have to until I got here. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was bouncing off the walls. Yeah, it, it, that's I feel is really sad. The labels, um, I've always had an issue with those. Um, even middle and high school having labels, it's just it's just the learned behavior becomes a part of them. Like it really, they really adopt that attitude of, oh, there's something wrong with me. I can't learn this way. There's something wrong with me. Yeah, and that's not right. That's not right. Yeah it's just it's weird it's so manipulative and like you were talking about like like uh capitalism earlier and (laughs) i don't really get too into that but it's just it's so interesting how it like weaves into that and like creates like a repeating system where we all feel like we have to like hustle or be like a prodigy to like freaking live And that's insane. how they woven the definition of success into school and yeah. the job mm-hmm. and finances and what your bank account looks like. That all deems mm-hmm. your success. And it's like, but are you happy? <laughs> but are you happy? Was it worth yeah. Do you smile every day? Like, are you happy to be up? Like, you know, you, you come across some people, it's like they they're mad they woke up that day. It's like are you really like this is success for you like this is what this is this is oh ah, okay well, I'm gonna keep this unsuccessfulness thing <laughs> I don't I don't like it I don't like it I like smiling mm-hmm. I do and it's crazy to see like people who like aren't doing that like the reaction to you being happy in a situation that they can't understand being like yeah. happy and it's like it's like seeing them glitch <laughs> in a sense it's just like uh, you did that <laughs> <laughs> or 
or you're gonna do that I guess I guess I get that a lot where it's like what college are you going to I'm like <laughs> you're funny <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually say like my little excuse is like oh like, I got accepted <clears throat> in the ASU but I'm I think I'm taking a gap year like that's what I typically say just so we don't have to get into that but <laughs> yeah yeah that that conversation is always awkward i don't like when people say what do you do or what what are you doing with your life or where are you going or why does it matter i'm happy and i remember somebody um told me happiness isn't everything people will try to you know kill your happiness people will try to right like people will try Mm -hmm. to really talk you to talk down when you have this this mindset of like you know i'm living my life the way i like the way i really want to live my life i'm gonna do the things you know i'm a i'm gonna move at my own drum i'm gonna I'm do things how i want to do things people don't like that they really don't because they're not living mm-hmm. their lives like that so don't let people pressure you if you're taking a break own that break i'm taking a yeah. year break i'm taking a one year break and Yes, I'm taking I a break. No time on it. I'm taking a break. I'm, I'm breaking. I'm breaking. Right, right. like, right. like, just let it be that because people will try to make That's you true. feel bad and shameful. But you are defining your own success. We're defining our own success and what success looks mm-hmm. like for us. And as long as you are happy, because I honestly feel like that's a top part of success. Being mm-hmm. happy. Do you love your life? Do you love you? Do you love what you got going on? If not, then I mean, you know. If that's how you feel success is, then okay. But for me, it's different. And just know that, you know, own your success. Own what that looks like for you. Again, if you're taking that break off, take it off. You ain't got to tell nobody, oh, I'm going to college after this. Because you already know what you're doing with your life. <clears throat> and it's going to be successful. You're already success. Walking in success. Talking in success. You look like success. Okay? You are success. Period. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, your journey is your journey. And that's that's what I always hone in on for everybody. Like, no matter how many opinions you come across, how much judgment you come across, it's still you walking in your shoes. It's still you that's creating your story. Like you are in charge of all of that. And so like you can hear the opinions, you can hear the judgment, you can hear all that good stuff, but do you have to pay it any mind? No. You know, like, yeah. like I tell people all the time, I smile and nod or okay. Or even tell people you're right. You're right. And keep it moving. Like, don't even go anywhere. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And just, okay. Like, cause yeah. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Like, it's about how you feel about your journey, what you want to mm-hmm. accomplish on your journey, what you want to do. Like you are the standard. There is no standard above or below you. You are the standard. It is about you and so and I think that applies too with like like the parents like what we were talking about it's just like it's it's really what you make of it with uh like your education like of your kids and you don't even like I feel like considering it like education is such like a formal way of putting it because like your kids will continue to learn no matter the situation like life essentially is the education but you don't you don't even need to refer to it as like as that because they will learn regardless just like live with them and like they will essentially like learn <laughs> and like just putting mm-hmm. like like I guess you said that you didn't like the labels and so like, that is just so interesting <laughs> and like there should be like a confidence to like teaching your kids because you're right like you've taught them this much <laughs> like you can like still do it like you taught them to like speak you taught them to eat and stuff like you can do like a lot with that. Put on their clothes, take them off, mm-hmm. shoes, 
brushing those Wash teeth, the washing their body. Yes. Yeah. Like you teach them so much at home. I know um, people don't understand like every time they're answering a question from a child, it's you're teaching them. Like that's the, that's mm-hmm. something that they didn't know before because they're asking yeah. you about it. And a lot, I know a lot of people don't view that as such. It's like, oh, you have to have a lesson plan. You have to have a curriculum. You have to have some kind of like standard that you're following. And it's just like, nah, even when talking to my student last night, um, and she was like, how old do, how old are babies um, when they crawl? Or like, what's, what's normal, what, like, I guess the normal age or something. She said when they crawl, mm-hmm. I said when they're ready, <laughs> when they're ready, um, because some babies don't even crawl. Some babies even skip crawling and just start walking. So like, don't put your, like your kid or you even um, on this time scale of this is what I need to do, or this is what you should be doing, or this is what normal is. Cause they're like, all those things are subjective. All those things are like constructions of other people's ideologies. Mm-hmm. Um and you don't have to feed into any of them if you don't want to. You choose what you want to participate in and what you don't want to participate in. Mm-hmm. Because all of us, all of us were meant to be individuals. Like we're meant to do our individual thing. And whatever that looks like in your, you know, you being you, that's what mm-hmm. you should focus on. And not what other people are saying, oh, you should, oh, you should, oh, you like, stop it. Like, don't mm-hmm. tell me. <laughs> Hey, write it down, send it to me or something. I don't know. Like, just stop telling me what I should be doing because this is what I should be doing. Everything is as it should be. And yeah. that's what people should allow, allow. And even if it doesn't look like you would like it to be, mm-hmm. it's okay. Because we mm-hmm. all have a purpose here. We're all a piece to the puzzle. I say everyone is a piece to the puzzle. And the puzzle's not complete without a missing piece. Like if you yeah. got a missing piece to the puzzle, like it's incomplete. So <laughs> like understand how important you are to the puzzle because you are a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of reminds me, we were reading this book about, uh, it's kind of intense, but like a Nazi survivor. He was like a concentration camp survivor. And he was like, yeah, like this whole experience like made me really rethink like what I think is important and like looking at all like these things that people consider like, oh, like I'm so worried about this. It's like, just just take it down a notch. Like you just don't worry, relax. Like it's going to be okay. Like there's so much life to live. And it's like, especially from like a person who's been through that, it's like, wow, I need to sort out my priorities because like it's not, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah honestly is Is that book called night what's the book title okay um i I think it's man's search for meaning Um, okay um, it was a guy who was in a concentration camp in auschwitz but it's a good one i recommend Yeah. yeah, the kids always like reading about Nazi like stuff. Like <laughs> they, the kids, when we did our little book circles and we I gave them options and stuff, night was really popular. Mm-hmm. Um even like it's very traumatic, but <laughs> yeah, we read night in high school. That's why I was wondering, is it night? Because um we read that in high school too. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. I'll look it up after this. It's a pretty simple read, it's easy, it's, it's a small book but the mm. kids enjoy it a bit. Yeah. Mm. 
We've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> like, so insightful. Like, I love all that you bring at the age that you, like, like, I don't like conversations like this with younger people. It's always refreshing because, you know, people always see the bad and they always see, oh, this is how the world is because this is what people are reporting on. But then you hear have conversations with the new generation and you say, no, I, I feel like the world's going in a great direction. I really do. And it's because I get to talk to young people like you that show me that, yeah, no, we're not going to follow this program that, you know, has been in place for a while now. Like I'm, we're, we're seeing through this stuff and mm-hmm. we're going to create our own stuff and follow our own path and, and be happy and, and joyful in our, our way of being, not what someone else is saying to do. And so even just the way you started it out was just like, oh, bangers said, no, I'm, I'm chilling. Just <laughs> like, finished school. Why y'all trying to send me back? <laughs> like, right. No, no for real. Yeah. I'm not I about to go that. back. Yeah. I love that. I love that for you because it's okay. <laughs> like, that's the main, that's, that's, a, that's what a lot of kids have to hear. Like, it's okay. It, that yeah. is okay. That is okay. And it's, it's thanks to people like you, though, that I get to, like, talk like this, and there's more resources and stuff, and you guys, again, like I said, are, like, the living example, and, like, you'll probably go on to teach your kids, so, like, you're a part of this, like, new generation of thinkers, I think. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate that so much, but I'm loving y'all generation. I really am. I've, I've said it for a while. I even wrote it like this new generation like y'all some buckers like <laughs> I'm like no I'm not doing that <laughs> like, and I love it for y'all because that's what it that's what we need that's what we need um I don't know if y'all ever seen a little post where somebody said traditions is like um peer pressure from dead people <laughs> that's what that's what a lot of these standards and these modes that people are trying to fit into that have been around for centuries and centuries you know, before us that people are still upholding and feeling like they have to keep in place. And it's like, nah, you don't, you really don't. And mm-hmm. I, I'm loving y'all generation for the impact that y'all are making. Cause y'all are some game changers. Definitely. So, oh, thanks. Yes. Yes. I appreciate you. <laughs> and thank you for like, you know, working with us and stuff and making us feel like we sound big, having an intern and stuff. Like, ooh, Like, what? We here. So, yeah. I, cool. I loved, I love working with this. Anyone who's yeah. listening to the podcast, they're great. Love these thank people. You. Thank you. Thank Aww, you. And we it. hope that you are going to be around for the expo, the homeschool your kids expo. You know, we come in our first ones launching in Glendale. So we do hope that you are able to be there with us in full effect. Um let's talk about some of our lovely. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <It's> summer. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> But we have, look, our list is growing and growing, but we got Soul Right Living, Loving Literacy Authors, Homeschool Movement, Right Start Math, um, AFI, Arizona Families for Home Education, Cyber Rise It, God's Cool Creations. Hmm. 
Oh, great minds. Virtual math with Mary. Uh, it's a holistic journey. Um, Bright Child AZ, my homeschool village, Math Wiz flashcards, the Augustine Family Education Hub, Seven Sisters Holistic Healing Institute, Black Belt Bruce, Simple Turn, West Valley Crusaders. Okay. Big girl, big goddess tribe, the Triangle Homeschool Resource, uh, Family Success Association. I don't know if I said that already. Indigo Learning Pod, Love to Learn Today, LLC. Got Montrose Biology, Helps Education, Fun. We Speak Academics. Oh, and the list keeps going. Oh, look at us. A Mecca Academy. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, yeah they are it and we got some new pending sponsors too that we'll mention next time um but please check out our website homeschoolyourkidsexpo.com to find out more of those lovely participants and where they're going to be at um and you can follow us on instagram at homeschoolyourkids and at homeschool your kids educational pod and at homeschooling mama with style any parting words angelina anything you want parents to know and take with them from this lovely wisdom filled teenager we're talking to right now oh boy last words Mm, i would just say you and your kids (laughs) (laughs) also live life together and it doesn't have to be Mm. as stringent as you think just do what you do be a good person yeah guys we appreciate you so much and we're excited for your pending graduation and we know that you are going to be the change that this world needs so we were here for it um Parents, remember, you are everything your child needs. You really are. Um, And if you don't feel you are, please take the time to heal and grow and get into that space of understanding how great and impactful you can be on your children's learning journey. You are their leader. You are their model. They are watching you regardless of if you want them to be or not. They they, they got an eye on you, believe me. Um, So, you know. um show don't just tell show them show them the great things that they're capable of by you doing the great things that you're capable of and just keep guiding and and loving yeah you got it homeschool your kids (laughs) you are your first teacher yes yes thank you for tuning in and we appreciate (laughs) y'all Peace. I about to say, I thought she had froze up on us. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>